Welcome everyone to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And as you saw in the thumbnail, if you are a video viewer, if you're a podcast listener, you're going to be seeing that we're going to be talking about recent news and the news on what happened with Will Smith and Chris Rock. Now, at this point, we're already a few days past the event, right? About five days. And for many people, it's just water under the bridge. It's old news. But we have to talk about this, right? We have to dissect what went on in the terms of mindset because Will Smith is a great guy. He has done so many motivational things. He has a recent book out where he has a memoir, basically. He's talking about his life, his struggles, his successes, and that whole journey. And then we're going to be talking about the marriage aspect of his relationship. Not saying that we need to pry into his relationship because we won't, but to talk about the most dangerous thing he's doing. So stay tuned for that. If you haven't already, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and to share this video and or audio if you're a podcast listener. So going into mindset, we have to understand something, that we are in control of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. And this is something that has been around for some time, especially in the realm of mindset, personal development, self-help. We are in control of us. The moment we relinquish control to someone else or to an outside factor, we are the victim. So if I am upset because someone said something about me, about a loved one, it doesn't matter. I'm relinquishing my emotions and then my actions follow. So if I am going to be affected emotionally by what someone says, my actions are going to dictate that new emotion that that person put upon me. Now, I'm not saying that someone can't irk you the wrong way, say something that's offensive where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they said that because that's not the case, right? Because there's going to be things that people can say that are going to take you to a different level. I remember they had the Joe Rogan thing when he was saying the N-word. Everyone was in an uproar. Oh, he's saying the N-word. He's not supposed to be saying the N-word. He's white. Okay. And your point, there is no point, right? They just want to make him look bad. All right. So he's doing this. He's saying these words. He's having these conversations. He's a bad guy. And we paint people. They're a bad person. And they might be the sweetest person in the world. There are so many people who are given a bad rep because someone doesn't like them. And that could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But what we have to understand is how does that person deal with that? Does that person become an outcast? Does that person rebel? Does that person fight back to defend their honor? Or does that person understand something? For some time when I was going on my mindset journey, I was studying Buddhism, the practice of Zen, meditation. And this is something that you don't have to do in order to get mindset. It's just the path that I took. I can teach people how to get a better mindset just by coaching. Just with Revan Concepts, I have found a way to teach people how to get to a better mindset without just meditation. Now, the things that they do might be something that they can meditate in or they can think about deeper, but that's what we're trying to get. We're trying to get a deeper thought. The whole process of getting a new mindset is just understanding that we are in control. We do have to talk about what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman, but the end result is still we know what we have to do any given day. Diving into what had happened with the comedian and Will Smith, the comedian said something about Will Smith's wife and there's video of him laughing at the joke. There was nothing wrong with that joke. Now, of course, Jada got upset about it and then Will had to go do something, right? 
Now, for men, I'm not sure about women, we have a switch. Now, that switch can be flipped or it can not be flipped. When it's not flipped, we're calm, we're docile, we're compliant, we're easygoing. But when that switch is flipped, we're angry, we're vicious, the animosity is, is present, and it's hard to get out of that state. And we might not make the best choices in that state of mind. Now, of course, you can train yourself to use that switch or that type of anger for good. But in this case, we didn't see much good. We had a man who was going to defend his wife. And so he goes up there, slaps a comedian. What is a comedian? A comedian is someone who goes on stage and tells jokes. And if you can't handle a joke, why are you going someplace where a comedian can make fun of you? And think of it when you were in high school, people would talk bad about people in a fun manner. When I was in school, it was called hanging. And then I think it was called burning or something. So they're just basically not bullying. It's just kind of how kids grow up, right? Where they say, oh, your hairline is so messed up or blah, blah, blah. Or they'll talk about your shoes or your clothes. And it's not to say that you're poor and you can't afford shoes. It's just that they're trying to enact a certain emotional response from you because they understand something subconsciously, especially in high school. If I can enact an emotional response from them, I control them. And if I control them, I'm the leader. And if I'm the leader, I'm on top. And if I'm on top, I feel good. And it's interesting because now people are just trying to be on top. I'm just going to make fun of someone and then okay, now I feel better about myself. But a comedian doesn't do that. A comedian tells a joke to make light of a situation. So yeah, I understand Jada has some type of medical reason for shaving off her head. There's nothing wrong with that. But what if an obese person, a bigger person, had asthma and we made fun about their asthma or we made fun about them being big? Oh, I have asthma. I can't run. That's why I'm out of shape. We're victims. People look for an excuse. Oh, this is the reason why I did this. No, 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 no. This is a weak mindset. And that weak mindset is correlating to their children. Let's talk about it. Because his children are living a very plush life. Nothing wrong with that. He's a good father, good mother. They love their kids as a parent should. You can look back. I said it before and I'm going to say it right now. There is nothing more dangerous than a parent saying this. I want to give my children the life that I never had. There's nothing more dangerous than that, especially in the sense of building a family, building a legacy. That is the most dangerous words that you can put together. I'm going to give my children the life I never had. And I talked about this before. I'm not saying that don't give your kids a good life. Don't fight for your kids. But what I am saying is don't baby them. They need challenge. Otherwise, they grow up weak. I've talked about this time and time again. This is the problem with our society right now. We are living in a world of weak people. Tough times create strong men. Will Smith had tough times growing up. Read it in his memoir. Those tough times made him a strong man. So now that he's a strong man, he's going to create easy times for his family, for the people around him, right? So his children, his wife, easy times. And then now that we have those easy times and those kids are growing up in those easy times, those children don't have any tough times. They might have a tough time that someone didn't like their movie or someone didn't like their song and they are victims all of a sudden. Emotions. They're not in control of them. 
They had easy times. Now they're weak. So what do you think is going to happen with the next generation of the family? We had easy times creating weak people. Weak people create tough times. So now they're going to be in having a more tough time, a more challenging time. And it might not come off as, oh, this is so pronounced. Tough times might be, well, now I'm going to be doing some type of substance abuse. Maybe I'm not the best type of person. There's going to be many different things. And I'm not saying that they have to be that statistic. They don't. Because if they're aware of what is happening, they can say, I don't want this to be my destiny. And they can change it. Now, I don't work with them. So I don't know which path they're going on. I have many wealthy clients who have me work with their children. And it's because of this reason. I don't want my child to think these easy times that I'm creating for them is something that is going to allow them to be weak and allow their family to have tough times. We keep the strength going, going, going. And that's what I do. I take the children, I take the young adults, the teens, adults, and I help them understand mindset. I help them understand what it is to be strong so we're not creating weak times. Now, let's look at marriage, the aspect of family. Now, of course, if we have a traditional standpoint of marriage, the male is going to be the protector and the provider, and the woman is going to be the caretaker. Now, whether she stays at home or she is going out and working also, that's the standard role, right? And I'm not saying that she has to be that or a man has to be the protector and provider because we live in a modern society where a woman can protect herself and she can provide for herself. Now, in the realm of protection, men are different, right? We're bigger, we're stronger. Not saying that women don't have that tendency sometimes, right? Because there are going to be some women who are bigger and stronger, but the majority of men are going to be stronger than the majority of women. And there's laws in place that if a male hits a woman, of course, a male is going to be going to jail, right? But if a woman assaults a man, it's going to be a lighter sentence because they look at the size and the amount of damage something can do. So if I hit someone with a pillow, okay, and the police are going to come and they're going to say, you assaulted this person with a pillow, and they're going to look dumbfounded. They're like, okay, do you want to press charges? And of course, they're going to say that, you know, you're going to get a class C misdemeanor assault, felony, whatever it is, and you're going to go to trial, and the judge and the jury is going to look and you use the pillow to assault somebody. Okay, they're going to ask a lot of questions. Were you having a pillow fight? What was going on, right? Now it's different. What happened if I had a baseball bat? Now we're escalating because that blunt object is going to cause more damage than a pillow. So looking at the gender roles, a male is going to cause more damage. It's going to be that bat. And not saying a woman is soft, but we look at the standpoint, they're going to be looked at as that pillow. So if a woman attacks a male, is going to be different than a male attacks a woman. That's just the dynamic of what male and female is. But then we go into the family standards. And the standard of a family is to raise children. In our current society, no man should be with a woman as marriage if he doesn't want a family. I don't care about love. If you want to have a family, you should be with one woman. Woman, if you want to have a family, you should find a man who only wants you. For some reason... This is old news. This already came out. Will and Jada are in an open relationship. 
Now, I'm not sure how this had happened, but it says that she never believed in a conventional marriage. So she just wanted to be single. She wanted to be available and go out and be free. Sounds very modern to me. Now, of course, you know, she's an actress. She makes money, her own money. So she has that modern mentality. Nothing wrong with having that modern mentality, but it is dangerous because what it does is it stops them from understanding their role. And it's not to say that their role should be to stay at home, to cook, to clean. That's not their role, right? Their role is to be a team member. Marriage is not so much 50-50. It's everyone working together. Everyone's giving 100%. Because if we just say 50-50, there's so much room for argument. There's so much room for discrepancy to happen. Where now, if I'm doing my job where I'm providing where I'm protecting, but the woman is not doing her job or the wife's not doing her job, I can easily say, well, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and you're not, I'm unhappy. This is not part of the deal. What happens? Divorce, right? Because the other person is not upholding their bargain. One of the main reasons people get divorced is finance. And then the second is going to be infidelity. Now I will say one woman can't satiate a men's sexual urge or desire. A man is always going to have eyes for other beautiful young ladies. And it's not that he has to act on it. I I want to make that clear. A man doesn't have to act on those urges. He can say, I have my one wife. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do with my wife, be a father, be a husband. And then from there, they carry on. They're not going out, sleeping around. They don't have to do that. Sometimes there's adultery. Sometimes there's infidelity. It's going to happen in some relationships, especially when the two forget the main mission, and that's to raise a family. And if you don't have a family, you can have that open relationship, but you don't have to be married. Now, I know there's many people right now doing spiritual marriages where it's not legally bound, but a person says that they're married to someone. And that's perfectly fine. You can play pretend all you want. You can say, I'm married to this person. That's cool. But In the sense of a legal standpoint, on a certified marriage, are you married? Now, your whole spiritual stuff, that's just boyfriend-girlfriend. So that whole family dynamic that they have is different. And if we know anything about Will Smith, he is going to be a great guy. You know, I love what he has done in his life. Love his movies. Great actor. But at the same time, it's interesting. He's spouting all this motivation stuff, which is great. I love it. I did a video on it. He's going out there saying that we can do so much and we have to have our mindset what we have to do in order to be successful. That's all great, right? But what happens when the person who is saying this does the opposite? And I'm not saying that we can't be human because we all make mistakes. I get stressed. I get angry. What do I do with it? That's the key. What do I do with it? And the incident with Chris Rock and him, what did he do with it? He was not in control of his emotions. He was in control of his actions, but they weren't positive. So what does that tell us about him? Maybe he's stressed. Maybe he doesn't have control. Maybe he felt like he was protecting his wife when she didn't need to be protected. There was no honor there. That was humiliation on Chris Rock's part to get hit by another man on live TV. And he doesn't do anything because he understands the repercussions of having a fight on live TV. He was true professional there. And no matter how much apology happens, no matter how much 
I'm sorry this had to happen. I wasn't in control. I made a mistake. Yeah, we make mistakes. But it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And we can't keep going in this circle where it's like we have a loose cannon on the loose that can't control their emotions because that's not a person who's going to be fit to be in that environment. So he can't go to comedy clubs anymore because if someone says something about his wife, he's supposed to snap. Is that a role of a man? I can show you multiple times when comedians make fun of women and their boyfriend or husband is right next and they're laughing together because they understand the dynamic of what a comedian is. Joe Rogan, for example, he can't say anything without getting some backlash from people. He's a comedian. Let him speak. Chris Rock's a comedian. Let him work. Let him speak. And we're not going to get into the aspect of black-on-black hate, black-on-black violence. Because everyone's saying if it was a white person who said that joke and Will Smith smacked them, it would be a different story. And you're right, it would be. Because black-on-black violence is accepted. Because in the eyes of the people who see the black community as a detriment to society, we're doing them a favor by hating each other, by being in gangs and fighting each other, by selling drugs to each other, killing each other. Those things are weighing the black community down. And we're not even going to talk about the whole aspect of marriage in the black community because that's messed up, whether it be women want to be single or the men don't want to be with the woman. It's very interesting because that can be a whole podcast in itself. There is so much that happened with that one hit, with that one slap. It's like the slap that was heard around the world because now people are aware. Maybe he is not this person that he says he is. Maybe he would like to be this person. And to be a man is to have control because if we can't control our anger, if we can't control our mind, we are weak. And what happened on stage was a display of weakness, was a display of uncontrolled action and emotions. And that can't be mindset. We have to be in control of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. And then we have to live by what we say, practice what we preach. If I was going to go around hating people, yelling at people, everyone who says something negative about me, allowing it to affect my emotions, and then I'm going and punching everyone in the face because they said something bad about me, that would make me look bad, right? I hope it makes me look bad. I would want to look bad because that action should show me that I'm doing something bad. But it's different in Hollywood, huh? The land of make-believe. I'll show you all the good stuff. And a simple sorry makes everything better. I'm sorry I'm going to do an apology. If you break a plate on the ground and you say I'm sorry to the plate, does it get fixed? Even if you spent some time with some ceramic glue, you got your plate and you put it back together. Is it the same? It's not. Because that scar is going to be there. And it's a scar that Will created in the black community. It's a scar Will Smith created of the mindset of who he says he is. Because, yeah, he's a big time actor. Yes, he's successful. Yes, he says some wonderful motivational things. But we have a clear representation. He might not be the person who we should be listening to for our motivation, for our inspiration. Because he can't even control a simple action at a public event. And I remember one time when I was still a swim instructor and my boss wanted me to go to a holiday party. 
And I didn't want to go to the holiday party. And I didn't go to the last year's party. I didn't go to the party before that. I just wanted to go teach the children how to swim. That's it. Not saying I didn't want to work with my coworkers because I did. We always had a great time when I was there. But I didn't want to go be around chit-chatting, wasting time because I had other things to do. At that time, I was a teacher. So I had lesson plans. I had prep. All of these different things that were on my mind, this party wasn't on my mind. But I agreed to go because I'm a nice guy. So my boss says, you have to go. And I said, okay, I'll go. So I show up and the boss is drunk, the wife is drunk, and eventually they want to take a picture. So we take the picture and before the picture, I was like, okay, I don't really want to take a picture, but you know, let's get it done, right? So the fact that I was reluctant to take a picture, right? Because it was just in the middle of the entrance of the restaurant we were at. Apparently it caused the boss to be upset. Why don't you want to take a picture blah, blah, blah. So he was upset. And I was like, okay, whatever, right? So we were at dinner eating. And while we were eating, we were just, you know, having a conversation with the people around us. And then whenever they wanted immediate silence, they expected everyone to be quiet instantly. Now for me, I'm going to finish what I said. You could hear what I said. Different mindset. So apparently they got upset about that. And it wasn't anything malicious where it was literally, I'm finishing the last sentence. I probably took five seconds. But the fact I took five seconds, it wasn't good enough for them. They wanted instant gratification. The world we live in is instant gratification. And we're going to be talking about that soon too, because it is a problem. After everything went down and about dessert time, yeah, everyone's getting ready to leave. Go over to the boss. I said, hey, we need to talk. Now, I didn't do it at the table. I didn't do it in front of everyone. We went to the side, went to the bar in the front, and we had a conversation. It was a long conversation. It was about an hour-long conversation. The conversation ended up with me quitting. I didn't yell at him. I didn't scream at him. I didn't hate him. I don't even resent him. I'm very appreciative for, for what he has done for me and being a part of the company and being able to learn all the things I learned from him. Great experience. But the relationship was tarnished just because of that one incident. He was not able to control his emotions. And guess who egged him on? His wife. Drunk wife. Doesn't necessarily matter if she was drunk or not. She said something to him and then he had to feel a certain way. Because that's the way the dynamic is. Now, in my relationship, if my wife says, oh, this person did this or is a certain way, that's your emotion. That's your thought. It's not mine. Because when I'm going to be operating on the bound of what my mindset is, what I believe, and what is going to be the best for the situation. Yes, of course, I want to protect her. But there's a time to be a protector and a time to understand to be the bigger person. And in this situation... Will Smith was not the bigger person. Chris Rock was a bigger person because he didn't make it a big deal and he kept on with the program. But there's a problem. It's accepted. Black man attacks another black man on TV and it's accepted. It's okay. A simple sorry makes everything better. Mindset is not a simple sorry. Mindset is years of understanding many different factors that make up who you are, your character. And your character should not be assaulting other members of the black community because they said something bad about your missus. 
That shows me a man who can control his thoughts, his actions, and his feelings. So there's so much to break down from there, whether it be the action of what he did, the family standards of who they are, and then defense of society. Just because you like someone doesn't mean you have to defend them. You can say, yeah, they messed up, but they learned from their mistake. That's what society is missing. Ownership. Now, of course, he came out and he apologized and we look at the same thing. It's like saying sorry. Just because you say sorry doesn't mean anything. You have to understand something. Do you change your mindset? That's the real sorry. That's the real change. And if you can't, then we know the answer already. He's someone that we shouldn't follow. He's someone we shouldn't look for mindset advice from because that mindset advice is just going to lead us to start attacking people. Because the state of the world is so uncertain. Many people are stressed, they're worried, and they're not using their best judgments. And here is a perfect example of that happening. Because if he had good judgment, he would have laughed, he would have smiled, Jada would have been upset that there was a joke about her, and they would have carried on with their merry life. Because they would be gone after Monday. And maybe, you know, Will Smith could have came after the show talk to Chris. And if at that time, maybe if he needed to slap him, cool, right? But if Will Smith went up to him and said, hey, you know, my wife has this issue. She had to cut off her hair. Oh, I'm sorry, Will. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. It wasn't that. It was conclusion. I'm going to conclude what happens. I'm going to be decisive in these negative actions because you made me feel a certain way. This is the whole modern society taking over. This is the whole victimism taking over. This is a bunch of excuses taking over, leading us to a weak society. If you ask me, how do we change that? My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, you can email me, coachingaccession at gmail.com. If you're interested in working with me, getting a better and new, stronger mindset, head over to revenconcepts.com. I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching and Session. Until then, everyone take care.